Hey, today we are talking all about going after your dreams anyways, because of the people who are dependent on you and because people are just mean, they're just mean and their thoughts and ideas are based off of what they know. But you know your idea, your dreams, your goals, your vision better than anyone else. And so you just got to go. Let's go. Hey, you're on this journey, on this season five vibe. And everything season five, as I'm forecasting what it will look like, is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing and fine-tune correcting what that looks like and just living. And we started out this show, you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real-life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey. This journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life. And it's all lived out loud. And this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth. So you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that I am promising you will be there, you will end up lost. You are not going to get there. Just know that. Um, but it's, it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real. And this is all real. This is me living my life out loud. So we can all do our dreams. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. And today we are coming to you later because I don't know, yesterday I was working all day and all of a sudden, like, you know, when you just get achy <laughs> and I don't, for me, that's when I just know, like there's just aches in my muscles and in my stomach, just like achiness. Anyways, yesterday I just start feeling a little under the weather. So I come home. I'm like, I'm not feeling great. I'm going to take some ibuprofen. I should feel better. And like, I just passed out the rest of the night, got myself up to bed. Thank goodness for my, um, 
husband and children who took care of everything that needed to happen that night, got myself up into bed, slept all night, woke up, still felt a little bit achy, stayed in bed. Thank goodness for my oldest daughter who got lunches ready. Cause I was like, I mean, I can stand up and I can do them, but if I have this, whatever this is, this little head cold, or I think it's just a chest cold. Um, if I have this chest cold, do I, you know, like even really want to do that? Should I be putting those germs into everything? So I decided, no, that probably isn't a great idea. And luckily my oldest could handle it. I have no idea what these lunches look like. She told me what was going in there. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know. Um, we have a pretty cool lunch process though. Like I decided that all the lunch things need to be away from the other things. There can't just be they can't be together. The things that the holders that need to hold food in the fridge can't be by the ones that need to go into lunch. Like those need to get washed and put back in there so that we can have lunches going every single day. We have to provide two lunches. So, um, so we're getting a system down for that. And that system paid off today. My daughter knows where everything is. She could take it all down. She could access it all and she could pack everything. I don't know what anybody actually has, but I'm going to trust that they're going to have a good lunch and it'll be great. We have a little bit more of a challenging lunch situation just because we don't eat processed foods day to day. And so everything has to be fresh, which means she's not just grabbing, you know, a PB and J and throwing it into a lunchbox. She has to reheat, um, you know, pork chops or, uh, chicken or rice or whatever. So it is a little bit more complicated, but she handled it feeling great about it. You know, yesterday we made some, um, street corn, for them. It's been fun um, to supply them, but she did that today. I think it'll be great. I really do. And I took enough ibuprofen and I have enough coffee that I am able to sit up straight right now. I'm going to stop and grab myself some um, decongestants and hopefully continue to heal from this little bug that I seem to have contracted because life has to go on. We have to load brands. I have a ton of work to do and I get a break this weekend. So I'll just say to my body, like, you're going to rest. Okay. You're going to get there. I just need two more days. Just give me two more days. I got a lot of stuff to get through here. Let's go. Um, and that's, that's where we're at. That's what needs to be done. So I will be working today. I feel good that I got up and I got this done and I have so much more that I need to get done. It is insane, but we're going to limp through today as much as we can. Hopefully yesterday I like couldn't even sit up straight by the end of the day. I don't know what was going on. Uh, <laughs> and today
Um, wow, I have a heck of a lot of, of text messages that apparently were not coming through. And I gotta look up, hold on, I gotta look up fruit loop ingredients. Because Baylor's teacher is so kind and she texts me to see if she could have them. Ingredients, maize flour, oh, no. Oh, do you want to know what's in fruit loops? I'll read this. They are very good, but let me just read this. 60% maize flour, wheat flour, oat flour, sugar, vegetable oil, salt, natural colors, paprika extract, carmen, curcumin, vegetable carbon, copper, chlorophyll, minerals, vitamins, natural flavors. What is natural flavors? I'm going to I'm going to say a no on that one. Sorry. We so we had to find some um snacks, which is hard to do. You know, snacks that can just sit on a shelf willy-nilly. Uh like apples, grapes. It just doesn't sit for very long. But I did find some. Um there's a great brand called That's It. And so usually they're just like either freeze-drying fruit or making it a fruit taffy, but it's just the fruit. Um, so he sent those to school. So that is what I just approved was no, but she can have some of, um, she certainly can have some of the snacks that I sent today. Wow, I have a million texts. <sighs> million texts. Um, yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I didn't have my phone last night because I just passed out. So now I have to play catch up today. Today may not be the best episode of the death of a dream, <laughs> but we'll we will get through it, and we will have better episodes at some point. Maybe. Uh, okay. So. Did I even cover a great thing? No, I just basically told you why we're a little bit late today. Um, my great thing is I set some really big goals for this week. Obviously, getting sick is not going to help in the aid in the reaching of those goals at all, just to let you know, body. Um, but yesterday made some good headway on that um, and feeling great about where we are. 
and um and i yeah i'm i it's not anything that i enjoy do i enjoy doing but it's necessary so i got some products tagged and labeled and ready for sale um and that feels really great right now because we got to switch systems we just we got to got to we got to do it um and we're gonna get that done and that's gonna be amazing and then we're gonna figure out where to go from here um i believe that this system will be better for all of our brands i believe that this system will be better for the ability to expand what local is and what it can do and that's really the game that we're in so that's my great thing go ahead and take time for yourself recognize yourself for your greatness that's that's the game we're in in life and i wrote this on my sign outside of the shop a couple days ago no one knows so you might as well that is not what it says but it says something like that no one actually knows so you might as well just do you just do you that's it no one knows and when i think about that and i think about this show and obviously we very much created the entirety of this in that vein like <laughs> who's who's to say that a daily show couldn't work who's to say that a uh, soul personal journal podcast couldn't work like it wasn't a thing now it is a thing and it, it can work and anybody who would say one way or the other doesn't know anyways they don't know and in one of my favorite children's books what do you do with an idea that is one of the quotes like what do they know about my idea anyways and you really have to just start adopting extreme comfort with that in your thought process like you don't know you don't know and i love it because even now i mean we have the shop i obviously have this show i'm starting to get hired hired yeah um to speak at events and i i still have those people who are like oh well yeah oh you think you're gonna be okay do you think like even if i'm not what what do you know you know like what do you know what do you know about me what do you know about this idea what do you what do you know for sure and some people will offer up some knowings but they're never based off of exactly what you're doing and they never take into account who you are or how you're going to show up and how that's going to be different i remember people telling me you are not going to be able to open the shop i remember we left for jamaica the week the first week of august and the shop had not been touched now ugh, 
there's a ton of things that went wrong <laughs> leading up to that. And if I would have listened to my husband, which I'm trying to be better at because he knows all things, um, he would have said that this, this should have been done. I mean, we started renting the shop in April and nothing had been touched by August. So then it was like, hey, we got to open this. We're paying rent for a business that's not able to open because this space is not done. And um, when we came back, we had three weeks to get the shop done. And people just kept saying, like, you're not going to be able to open by August. You might maybe end of September, maybe. And I was like, no. We are going to do this. I am going to open. I don't care if I am here covered in paint. I think I did not shower for at least two and a half weeks because I painted every inch of that shop myself. My kids painted some of it, but for the most part, like me, me and that shop paint, period. And there was no reason to shower because I was just going to wake up, paint some more the next day refurbish something, get something done. It was just madness. It was such a blur of life. But I know that people just constantly were there saying, like, you're, you're not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to do that. Do you see this? Do you see what you want? Do you see even the people who are doing the remodel for me? My husband, my dad, my, <laughs> uh, you know, brothers and the sisters, they'd be like, it's not going to work. And I'm like, it's just, it has to work. It has to work this way. And my dad was one of them because from a construction standpoint, there just wasn't a whole lot um, to build the things that I wanted in there. There wasn't a whole lot of opportunity to do that because it just structurally was not a great building <laughs> because it was so old and it had been reimagined so many times. And if you're in an old building or you're in an old house, you understand that like some of the things that were done over the course of the last hundreds of years, just th they weren't done right or they weren't done well, or they were done half. So yeah, I remember specifically the wallpaper. And I had always had a vision for what this shop was going to look like. Like the minute that I walked in, nobody could see what I was seeing, but I saw it perfectly. And um, so I remember walking in and saying like, okay, the wrapping paper holders need to go right here. And my dad's like, that's not possible. So you have raw iron wrapping paper holders and that is not a wall. You cannot put those in there. And I'm like, it's not going to be that heavy. We're talking about like five sheets of wrapping paper. I don't need it to hold up like the, the weight of the world. I need it to hold a half an ounce. Can it do that? Yeah, I guess we'll make it work. And we've been making things work for a while <laughs> in that space. So it's great. We've made it work. We've made a lot work that 
was never going to work. And we've made a lot happen that was never going to be able to happen in this space. And I know when I was starting to open, you know, I went through an entrepreneurship class and I worked through the idea. And that was one of the things like, this doesn't even make sense. You're never going to be able to do this. Why would you do this? Maybe just start online. Maybe don't take that on. Gosh, what did one lady say? It was so rich. Oh, yeah, I think... I think maybe parts of it will work. The rest of it, good luck to you. Like, y'all, nobody's thoughts, ideas, or opinions matter. Unless you let them matter. And it doesn't matter what it is, what it's about what you're doing, what you aren't doing. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? What is it? What does it look like? How are you going to do it? Do you believe that you can do it? Do you want to do it? Do you? What does that look like? How do we... How do we do that? We just, we do it. And we sort of silence all of those people. And people say like, oh, haters, haters gonna hate. And that's like a nice way to say like people are going to be mean. They're going to say things. I still have people that come into the shop like, ooh, how are things going? How are you doing? But not like, how are you doing? Your shop's so great. Like, ooh, yeah. You know? And they don't know. They don't know what I know. And sometimes I get lost in that, like day to day. I'll I'll have a little moment where I'm like, are you sure? You know? Because this is pretty big, pretty big stuff. Are we sure? Are we sure? Are we sure? And we're sure. This is happening. This is where we're going. This is the, the vision. This is how we're going to get there. We're sure. We know. And so we go. We go, and we go, and we go, and we don't listen to anyone but ourselves. We, we stay here. We do the things that we want to do. And it sounds really easy because I'm just saying words here, right? (laughs) Like, hey, thanks, Hannah. I know I shouldn't listen to the haters. I should just go. And I know the words are wearing. They are. So I think if I can offer any advice from this side of the playing field, someone who had a whole bunch of people saying, like, 
you couldn't do it. You should not do it. What are you thinking? I think when I have to combat myself or I have to combat their thoughts, it is fueling. Because I really think about the amount of people who aren't getting help or getting paid attention to or getting a chance. Like, that's who I want to speak on behalf of and for. And so when I think about that person, and that person essentially is me as well, when I think about us, it, it just reminds me that if I don't do this, if I don't continue delivering and, and jotting down this path, and I give in and I say, all right, no more podcasting, no more writing books. That was a crazy thought and idea. I cannot do this no more. I'm done. I can't open a shop and be successful. It's all over. Thanks for the help, but I can't do this. What about the few people who have followed this in its entirety? You know, and if you don't have those people, if you don't have anybody that's following or watching or doing anything, which you do, so I I don't believe it, but you certainly do. When you think about the people that are going to, the people who believe in you and what you're going to do, Right? Even if it's like your mom. Okay? Even if it's your mom and your grandma. They need to see you do this. Because there's this ounce of belief that they have that's going to unlock a new belief for them when you make it to your vision. Right? They're going to be out there going, Oh my gosh, she did it. And now part of me maybe believes that I could do it too. And, you know, I have been an unpaid speaker at events over the last four years. And I haven't put myself out there as a speaker. I haven't had my stuff together. I just kind of, yeah, I can speak. Great. I'll come speak about my book. You don't have to pay me. It's fine. And I had always said, if you followed for a while, I had always said, like, I'm not going to have to beat this to death. People are going to come to me. Opportunities are going to flow to me. It's just all going to happen when it's meant to happen. And so I had a couple, maybe a year ago, and it was like there were there are always opportunities to apply to speak at events. Um, and I was gonna apply for something and then I was like, no, I'll get hired, I'm gonna get hired, and I'm gonna have people seek me, which is a crazy way to do business, right? Like I don't recommend that for everyone. That's just always been my vision of how this was going to work. And so that finally happened. 
and I did get hired. And I think about how easy it would have been to give up on that vision, to give up on that dream, to say like, this is never going to happen. So you better start settling and just making the rounds as a speaker for free and not, not wait it out. And I just, I know that if I give up, then you might give up. And no matter how mean (laughs) people are in their doubtful comments, I can't, I can't give up for me. I can't give up for you. And I think the next time that you want to give something up that you know is for you, is something you're always going to want to do, really think about who's impacted by that. Like, is that your child? And I watched that a lot growing up. It's just like there was always this willingness to give up on crazy, audacious things because we didn't have the opportunities other people did or blah, 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 blah. Like we could never do that. We could never be that. We had to give up, give in. And that example, I think, continues to fuel me today for my kids. So I'm not just saying words, right? Like I'm living the words that I speak, the words that I speak to all of you. Like if I want to go do something, I want to help dreamers do here in the state that I live in, what does that look like? And how can we continue expanding that brand, that mission, that message? Like, I want people to do stuff here because here in Iowa needs more, deserves more. We shouldn't have to leave the internet, people. We shouldn't have to leave to be successful, to do the things that we want to do. That shouldn't be something that has to happen to guarantee success. And that definitely is a message that has been passed down forever since I've lived here and probably forever in generations that came before me. And so in order to stop that cycle, someone's got to start standing up and saying that and not just saying it, also living it like I want to do a podcast and I want to do that here in Iowa. Crazy, right? For Iowans (laughs) about that subject matter sometimes and about my life and my experience growing up in this world. And how that led me to sort of forego my own dreams and just tack it in. And I think there is not an ounce of me that wasn't impacted by the way that I was raised and the words that were spoken into me. But even more than the words that were spoken into me were the examples that I saw happening all around me. Iowa seemed to be plan B, C, D. And I don't think that it's like that anymore. I think people are choosing this as a A, but also I think people are choosing this as like a B, C, because we want to raise our kids like this, we'll settle for something less. 
because we value this experience. And I want it to be, we chose Iowa because it's the coolest place ever. I don't want it to be a plan BC. I want it to be a plan A+. This was the plan. Come back here or stay here and build my dream here. Crazy. So I just want to put that in perspective. You know, it is it is about you and your experience. And people are going to come in and say what they're going to say. You're not going to be able to stop that. But you can stop yourself from giving in and giving up because there are people who whose dreams can't happen unless yours do. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah Nuss. And I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world.